This week's episode of the Star Wars Report is brought to you by the good folks supporting us over on patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. Let's do the show, folks. Gum, gum, gum. And who might you be? It's the Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. The place for Star Wars news, features, interviews, and more. Then we can do something epic. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Please delete as appropriate. The Force. It's calling to you. Just let it in. All right, let's get into it. Hey, folks, welcome back to the Star Wars Report podcast. I'm your host, Riley Blanton. So glad you've joined us on this fine day. Uh, we're here to talk some Star Wars. we got all kinds of stuff going on. Um, as, as is often the case, plenty of updates on Galaxy's Edge uh, and some rumors about... Oh, about... Episode 9? Yeah, Episode 9. Also, yeah, Kevin Smith liked it. Shock, I know. We're going to talk about all that <laughs> on this week's episode of the Star Wars Report Podcast, but let's bring in the producer of this fine program, my co-host, sitting in the co-pilot seat for the episode. It's Mr. Bruce Garrett Gibson. How's Garrett? Going, Bruce? Yeah, that's your middle name, right? Is that... Uh, oh, sure. Okay. Just, uh, just, hi, this is Bruce Garrett Gibson. <laughs> just Yeah, just roll with it. There we go. I, I know. Thank you very no, much for having me. I can't wait to talk about Kevin Smith, actually, when that comes up later. Uh, oh, it, well, yeah, because we've got some audio from that, too, right? I believe there's yes. Some, yes. some audio that we're going to play. Uh, and, yeah, it's 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 an interesting, because I was talking to you as we were rolling into the into the pre-show, uh, which we have a name for. What is the name of our... We have a pre-show. Is, oh, yeah, Rogue Transmissions. Yeah. Uh, which you can get at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. Hey, look at that plug. Um, but we were just ro- talking, and it's a little bit of a light news week in some ways. No giant updates on, on all things Star Wars, which is a bit of a change of pace because normally this time of year, we're in the thick of it. Like, it's full tilt uh, time. But now, it's just kind of a mellow, soft, you know, uh, quiet kind of like taps playing in the background <laughs> of your air force base oh wow this is for real this is really happening in the background it is literally eight o'clock i, I really thought why is he playing that <laughs> this is this is listen guys i'm in, this is what happens when you live on base and you're in the military it's a thing it's a thing wow. that was uh so it's a nice mellow mellow uh star wars season right now <laughs> So does that calm you? Does that kind of relax you for the evening when you hear that every yeah. night at eight o'clock? Yeah, that's usually time when it's time to break out the um, the, the the bantha milk. The that's that. <laughs> you know, it is. I actually, it's a very calming. You get used to it. Uh, you know, it's every every morning. Although every morning Reveille's right at seven. I was going to ask if they do that still. Well, and also they didn't here in the here here on base. They didn't have the speaker system over at this building was down for a bit, and and it was glorious because it was quiet in the morning, and now it's definitely back up. So, yep, that's uh that's a little window into Riley's life. But yeah, not a lot of news ish. Although although I always can enjoy talking some Galaxy's Edge. So let's do that right now. We have something to report. Closer, I have good news. Data brought to us by the Botham spies. You can send a clear transmission. There it is. Listen, listen. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have updates on Galaxy's Edge. <clears throat> Galaxy's Edge. 
I tried to say that too fast. Galaxy's Edge, uh, specifically Bill Z- Zanetti? Zanetti, a University of Central Florida teacher study- who studies theme parks, designs, and operations and management, predicts, drum roll please, uh, predicts 200,000 people to go to the Galaxy's Edge Open opening at Disneyland. Up to 200,000 people could descend on Disneyland for the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in summer 2019. This could overwhelm the An- the Anaheim uh, theme park with 10-hour lines swamping parking traffic in the area. You think? Yeah, was, and a, you want to do this. That's uh, the thing. I was just there this weekend, and it was glorious because it's like early December, so not the parks weren't that crowded. And, right. Uh, oh man. And now cool. when you go back, you want to go get in line, camp out, and all that. That's why I'm saying Hell, I don't want to do the opening yes. day. Yes, it's it, crazy. Yes we, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes. Ten yes. hour line. It's historic. It's historic. Also, we're a Disney, uh, Disney fan. Disney fan. Disney file. You got to jump in with me, Bruce. You got to do nope. it. It's gonna be so fun. Nope. <laughs> I can go back anytime afterwards and see. Actually, because um, wait, why am I thinking this? Oh, because I may be going to Disney World. Uh, World in the fall. World in oh. the fall of 2019. How late? How late in the fall though? Uh, I think the last week of September. Hmm. Do you think it'll be I, open by no, then? No, I don't. When they say fall, Disney means like November 27th. <laughs> <laughs> they, they will push that way back regardless i still may be there so yeah uh <clears throat> let's see so expect uh, galaxy's edge to be one of the biggest grand openings in, in industry history uh quote the number is based on what i believe is the actual interest well that's very scientific i believe <laughs> <laughs> i believe listen I zanetti find- you're not taking us to church take us to the school of disney no um Theme, he teaches theme park courses at the University of Central Florida. That's just how many people I, ex- I expect to descend on the resort on the opening day. I'm going to so be wait, there. I, I, let me just say, that's what you should be studying, theme parks in college. <laughs> really? Uh, I mean, it's better than some majors. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be there opening day. And that's the thing is I would rather be at uh, Galaxy's Edge opening day 10 times more than Star Wars Celebration, which it looks like is kind of iffy if I go. I mean, if I go to Celebration, the only day I can go based on my current training schedule is literally Saturday. I have to leave after work Friday and come back Sunday. So I would only be one day at the convention. Uh, But I would way rather spend one day at Galaxy's Edge than one day at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, but Star Wars Celebration isn't going to have 200,000 people in 10-hour lines hey were you at the last celebration <laughs> that wasn't two hundred thousand people no though. but it was 13 was- hour lines where you didn't it'd be like waiting in line 13 hours to get into galaxy's edge and then they're like sorry you're yeah, in the overflow you're in the overflow park where you can watch the millennium falcon ride on a little screen <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh yes yeah, yeah that's mm, mm. okay you know what you never know you never know. I may do it. May. But there's a small, maybe 2% chance that that's going to happen. <laughs> Look at the salt. The salt is real. <laughs> He's literally... Because, you know, Bruce is cross- talking about this is getting me excited. Right? <laughs> so, listen, Bruce is literally folding his arms petulantly like, no, I'm not going to go. But we, hey. sh- we will convince you, sir. Because, listen, what if I can't go? What if Bethany can't go? And Aaron, like, our big thing that summer is this trip to Galaxy's Edge. 
That's that's the thing. That's what we're doing. Uh, yeah, but that's for you guys. I have a lot of other things I can do. All right, all right, old man. <laughs> well, let, give me this behind-the-scenes photo of the Millennium Falcon was just released. Yeah, it was tweeted for this for uh, for Smuggler's Run. That's of course the name it's official. of official. Grab your co-pilot and prepare for landing. Behind the scenes look at the development of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge coming to Disneyland summer 2019 and Walt Disney World fall 2019. Also, I think we've reached the threshold where they're not going to delay it. We're close enough and they haven't said anything. I'm pretty sure they're sticking to the dates. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, you can tell from this picture, this is in Orlando and not Los Angeles or not Anaheim. How can you tell? Because there's too many clouds. Oh, I don't think so. Because so they... A bunch of pictures just leaked of the Anaheim location, which is further along, and you can see, and you, the, you could see the Millennium Falcon pretty much finished in these aerial unofficial photos that uh, leaked a bunch like a week or two ago. So that I think in response to that, they put a like an official nice quality photo so that you can actually kind of get the in-universe feel, and it sure it surely looks beautiful. It does. It's like yeah. Do you want yeah? Do you want to go to the event that's been ruined by Star Wars fans, or do you want to go to Star Wars? You know what I like about this photo <laughs> is there's no crowd. Uh, that's true. There, there are no people there's walking no, around. Not a soul there. <laughs> there's, uh, no, there's not a guy in his you know Hawaiian shirt and shorts taking yeah. a picture of it where it's like it ruins the ambiance. <laughs> you know, it's like he's not in character. He doesn't look like he belongs in the Star Wars universe. I want to walk there and all I see is like Star Wars characters. Yeah. Yeah. Which I know the cast, the people working there will be dressed up in and in, in character. So I appreciate that. Cuz that's the thing I don't like about uh the wizarding world of Harry Potter is when you go and talk to the employees, they all talk like they're from Florida. Oh, so when you go to get your wand made, it's not like Mr. Gibson. Some of that There's is, a- but it's like when you go into like the shops you know, there's a lady like I remember we were buying stuff in one of the Harry Potter shops and it looks like you're in a shop, you know, on Diagon Alley, like in the movies and yeah. you go up to buy something. She's like, so where are y'all from? I'm like, <laughs> no, no, this doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> so what if they have like all the lines and the actors, but the actors still deliver them terribly at Galaxy's Edge? What if it's like, hey, y'all, we don't serve their kind over there right here. You got to you got to get them on out here if you don't mind. All right. Thank you. I can live with that if they know the line. Actually, if this, <laughs> like you know what, yeah, you know, maybe War is from Alabama. <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh, y'all y'all hear that? They shut down the main reactor. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> 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 like, oh my uh, mm, yeah. Anyway, so where, where were we? Oh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, yeah, also, and you were so do, you didn't see anything at Disneyland, did you? When yes, you were I did. there, no, I could like just even from the park over near Frontierland, all the spires you can at certain locations you can see all the spires. In fact, the best view we had is we took the train. I'd never done this before, but in Disneyland, there's a train that you can take kind of around the park. Yeah, and we took that, and it 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 crests a hill that is right adjacent to the acreage where they're building Star Wars land. And so they build up this kind of giant wall and fence next to the train. So you couldn't like peek over into it, but you could still see all the spires at the top. And that was the best view I've ever had. Even better than like the parking structure at world where you get a pretty decent view. So uh, you could see all the spires there. It was, it, it was beautiful. And they still have all these sort of construction um, uh, supports, uh, built around all the spires, but they look done. Like honestly, and they, they don't look partially finished. It, it looks incredible. So uh, I'm I'm 
I'm hyped. And that was, it was, yeah, I'm hyped. Bruce? Yes? You're going to go. We have something to... Oh. You're listening to the Star Wars Report. The circle is now complete. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, hey, guys. Let's, uh, let's talk some uh, Kevin Smith. One of my favorite podcasters. <laughs> what? Oh, geez. What are you? Uh, what are you laughing at now? This just cracks me up. That's all. Okay. I th- love this guy. There's a lot that cra- there's there's a lot going on here. He was on Good Morning America recently, and uh, he had stuff to say about his set visit, which I you know of course we're supposed to you're supposed to say talk all about when you go on Good Morning America. He visit he had the exclusive privilege of going and visiting the set for what sounded like a while. Uh, but uh, let's let's take a listen to what he has to say. I do. Yeah, he's a terrific filmmaker, actor, comedian, and podcaster. Now he's got a new comedy special called Silent but Deadly. Take a look. Uh, so I rolled up on A and W at two in the morning. I don't care about Silent but Deadly thing. <laughs> I want to hear him talk about. That's the only reason he's there. Uh, yeah, no. Who cares about his his thing? Do we? Oh, do you know weird. roughly where in the clip he talks about it? Let's, nope. uh, let's find out. Like weird, <laughs> and then keep... I had a massive heart attack. Oh, oh so. he talks about yeah, serious stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, you came home. Uh-huh. Oh, and he's lost a bunch of weight, everybody. Yeah. Looking great. She likes me. She's always saying that. She's always uh, we're almost there. I believe in it. it except for the one episode that our kid was on. And uh, it's so close. But she was just like, let's watch it together. You know? I think Sarah was talking about... Clerks. I've... Okay, here it is. Yeah, found it. Here we go. England, here we I go. Visited J.J. Uh, Abrams on Star Wars, the oh. new Star Wars movie. And you can't speak, can you? No. Oh my lord. They. I want to. Let's. Everybody, listen to that studio audience. Let's take two. Oh, here we go. Thank you. So I have a question uh, for you. Big to hear. I'm not big time. I'm a small time director, but I was just on a big time movie set. I was just over in England, and I visited J.J. Uh, Abrams on. Star Wars, the oh. new Star Wars movie, and you can't speak. Oh. Can't. Also, let's 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 be oh. fair. My, <laughs> what's his face? Um, Michael, who's the co-host? Yeah, hey. Michael. Uh, <laughs> he tries to ask. Now. He try. He starts to try to actually interview him, and, and Kevin's like, "Nope, I've got something to say here." This is not him asking him about the set. It's literally him. <laughs> literally him just charging him. Here, I'm not big time. I'm a small time director, but I was just on. A big time movie set. I was just over in England and I visited J.J. Uh, Abrams on Star Wars. It's like a kid in a candy Wars. store. And you can't speak, can you? No, oh my lord. They make you sign so many non disclosure agreements. So here we go. You can't speak. This is the host giving the person an out so they can speak in vague terms but not get in trouble, right? Yeah, because just I, remember this show is uh, uh, GMA is owned by ABC, Disney. Yeah, and this is live. This is live. Yeah, it's not it's so live. it's easy to mess up. Something, by the way, I've done many times here on this podcast is to kind of signal to a guest. I'm not trying to get them to accidentally reveal something. I'm just there for a good interview. We've done this many times with actors from Star Wars. If they're working on current projects, I'll literally ask a question. I'll say something. Now I know you can't really say anything about the blank project, but talk about the experience in this way, and so that way they they won't accidentally think I'm trying to trick them, and they won't get all defensive because that makes for a bad interview. So again, I'm going to point out what she does here. Uh, Jay- 
J.J. Abrams. Um, and she gives him Star the out. Wars, the new Star Wars movie. And you can't speak, can you? No, oh my lord. They make you sign so many non disclosure agreements that if but I. But he rolls anything, on anyway. Pop out lightsabers, cut my hand off. You're probably so, already in trouble for mentioning it. Probably just for mentioning it, but I do. Gives him a, you're probably already in trouble for mentioning it. Hey, Kevin, just roll on. I want to like say this. While I was there, number one, JJ's doing the Lord's work, man. This movie looks fantastic. It's a year away, but man, oh, wow. it looks fantastic. I wept on set because I saw somebody give a career best performance. Somebody oh. I've seen in these movies before. I Right. Somebody in these movies before. Okay, yeah. Rolled a tear. It was Rolled a tear. So darn powerful. Biggest set I've ever seen in my life. Like it was it's it's like it's the dude's not directing a movie. Michael's checked out of the interview though. He doesn't care. I can tell. It's like he's directing a small country. Yeah. Like the thing is so massive. And I sat there for a week and watched a scene, two scenes get filmed. One of them sat there for a week, watched two scenes get filmed. It was absolutely amazing. I heard plot details and stuff. Movies could be fantastic. So I got to watch somebody else direct. Normally, I, like I'm a director, I got to watch quality direct. So I walked away learning a thing or two from JJ, man. Like, That's so I actually awesome. think we go make a new movie in, uh, in the new year. We're making a sequel to Jane. Okay, don't care about Jane. I'm sorry. It's a uh, good. All right. <clears throat> so two things there. Biggest set ever. Doing the Lord's work. It's going to be amazing. Caught some plot details. Really liked him. But saw someone give a career, uh, a, a career best career, performance. Yes. Someone that he's seen in these movies before. I'm going to. Yes. He, he kind of has a verbal tick there where he um, doesn't want, where he catches himself because he doesn't want to give away who. Direct. So I walked away learning a thing or two from Let's see. I think it's right here. Like, so awesome. I actually think we go make a new movie. Nope. Fantastic. Back here. So I got to watch somebody else direct. Normally. And I sat there for a week and watched the scene. Two scenes get filmed. One of them was absolutely amazing. I heard plot details and stuff. Movies. No, nope, sorry, it was right biggest here. set I've ever seen in my life. Here we go. Like it was. It's, it's like it's the dude's not directing a movie. No, it's, it's like even he's before directing that. a small country. Yeah. Like the thing is so massive. All right, take take five. You gotta go back all the way. Uh, Lord's work, man. This movie. There, looks, leave yeah, it there. There it's it a is. Year away, but man, wow. it looks fantastic. I wept on set because I saw somebody give. A career best performance. Somebody oh. I've seen in these movies before. I okay. I wept on set because I gave saw somebody give a career best performance. Somebody I've seen in these movies before. Well, Mark Hamill is I've what comes to my mind. Before. So it's got to be Mark Hamill, or uh, hmm, hmm. Last Jedi cast. So you're you're going Mark Hamill. Well, only because he says career best. Yeah. And I mean, there's just something to me that, you know, Daisy Ridley or Adam no. Driver or something. Someone who's been around maybe. a while. A career best, you have to have had a career for a while. Yeah, that's what I'm And thinking. that's not, you know, that's not, God bless him, you know, Kelly Marie Tran. Not even Laura Dern. My God, no. Uh, <laughs> there's <laughs> not Anthony Daniels. I guess it could no. be Frank Oz if it's Yoda back or uh, no. I I don't know. I I'm that's the I, only option, man. I think it's Mark Hamill, unless it's Billy D. <laughs> which no, no, it's not. Uh, mm, hmm. Well, you know, it could be. I who knows? Yeah. It, you know. Uh, it could be Job of the Hut. I don't know. Job of the Hut. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, he's dead. So. Yeah. No. If they're on set. It's got to be Mark Hamill. 
which makes me excited because if he's talking about these scenes and he learned plot details and loved them, it would have had to have been, and he saw it was only two scenes. The likelihood is 50, 50 shot. It was the scene with that actor. And if it's that actor and it's a career best performance is Mark freaking Hamill, which is a long way of reaching. Pardon the reach. I'm reaching. I'm reaching really far for this conclusion, but this is, this is JJ uh, redeems Mark redeems Luke Skywalker, the movie. Uh, yes, so th- that is certainly possible. Uh, not that the, he needs redeeming, in my opinion. Okay, everybody. In my opinion, no, me either. I'm but, with you on that. But can you? I just like the narrative of J.J. Abrams, the hero of the franchise. Okay, Mazel so this tov. is the part that I love. This is why I want to talk about Kevin Smith. This guy, he loves Star Wars. Yeah, he he, he pumps it he all up. But I swear, what he says in this. Outside of the career best performance, well, actually, he may have said that before. He repeats, like, this is how he talks every time he goes to a Star Wars set. He weeps. This is the biggest thing. This is going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I couldn't believe it. This, I mean, it's always the same thing. And I think he even said about Mark Hamill giving his best performance ever when he visited The Last Jedi set. Like, he says the same things all the time, like the same kind of touting of how wonderful and great and whatever and then look how people reacted to last jedi most favorably most people liked it but there's a lot of fans who didn't hmm hmm actually did kevin smith like the last jedi i'm actually looking at i'm looking at last jedi reviewed by kevin smith here's what he'd change that doesn't really say. I actually don't really. I never really heard his review on Last Jedi. I'd be interested. I to don't see. know. I don't think I have either. Let's call him up. Oh, Let's we, have no, him on go. the show. Smith, Smith got really so stoked when Skywalker brandished his lightsaber. Uh, the twist, of course, is he wasn't actually there. Um, Smith, although not unhappy with the scene, said he would have had Luke Skywalker actually there. "Quote: If I was in charge, I would have sent him there. He would have been there in physical person in that moment." When all the effing ships uh, bear down and shoot him, they can't get him because he's an effing Jeff Jedi Master. Is that that really seems to be like one point that would really changed most people's mind? I think on Luke Skywalker, because it, he still would have been hesitant, he still would have been re- reluctant, he still would have been like old and salty, and uh, d- d- you know, he, and, and and what's the word I'm looking for? Discouraged and glum. All of those things that a lot of people don't like, but he came back in the end. And that's, Bruce, every time we talk about this movie with our friends who don't like it, like, that's my resting point, is that, like, he, but he overcomes it. He comes back, and he saves the day. And that's what Luke Skywalker does, and that gives him depth. It doesn't mean, like, he saves the day at the beginning of the movie, and at the end of the movie, and at the middle of the movie, and he's always saving the day, and he's always the hero the whole time. It gives him depth to have like why did luke skywalker give up right not yep. i'm mad that luke skywalker gave up ask the question why did luke skywalker give up does the movie provide enough background detail to explain that well no i don't think it does a good enough job but fundamentally what happens is he gave up but he doesn't give up in the end and he shows up yes in a different way but he saves the day and i don't that's care how skywalker he shows does. up as long as he saves the day yeah, and so I think, do you think, um, gmail.com email us, your last Jedi thoughts, specifically on like, does it matter, is there differences if he actually changed his mind and showed up in person and joined the rebellion and kind of that heroic moment he's with there on the Millennium Falcon in the end, physically in person, or was it poignant in that he never was going to be there, there and there's a sort of poetic, he's a ghost type thing? Is it, which one do you like? Go for it. 
Send us the hate mail. Here we go. Send us the hate let's, mail. Let's go. <laughs> and the love mail. Yeah. So if he wasn't like, if he actually physically was there and he was like, Kylo, I'm not going to fight you. What would have he done? Just turned around and start running away. <laughs> oh, I see. Kylo's like, come back here. No, and he's no, like, he would have. No, no I, in that version, he would have killed Kylo, I think. Which he couldn't do because we have to have another movie. Uh huh. That'd be a twist, though. See, talk about, uh, you know what, undoing expectations. The expectation that Kylo Ren survives. What if instead of Snoke t- offing it in the middle of the movie, Kylo offs it when you think he's like the, the next one? Hmm. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Um, I think, because remember, ah, man, I can't wait. So, hey, uh, this is a good time to take a brief time out and thank everyone who supports the program over at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. Um, why? Because we have, uh, coming up soon, uh, well, we've got a lot of great stuff going on at Patreon, mainly our weekly bonus Rogue Transmissions. It's our bonus podcast where our pre-show discussion and, uh, like this, this, uh, in this pre-show discussion, this week's Rogue Transmissions, we Bruce and I actually go over uh, a live podcasting of Domino's being delivered to my <laughs> apartment, <laughs> and <laughs> and also um, planning for a special Patreon-only podcast series that uh, I'm, I'm working on, a small series of episodes that we're going to be publishing over at patreon.com slash Report. It's the best way to chip in a dollar or two each month and uh, say thanks to uh, and, and, and enjoy the podcast. If you enjoy it, uh, do that over at patreon.com slash Report. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Report. And we thank everyone who supports the podcast. Uh, hey, Bruce, 20,000 Jedi... And 3,000 Tyrannosaurus Rex fight to the death. What the heck is this? Where, okay. do you, where did you find this? When I this? found this, I was just like, okay, nope, next. I mean, I didn't even read it. I just saw the, the headline. And then I looked at this thing, and I thought this was so funny and incredible all at the same time. So if you click on the link that I put in there yeah, for you, Riley. On, I'm hitting play on the YouTube video. Yeah, so there was a, there's this thing called Ultimate Epic Battle Simulator, and you can Hello, and it's available on Steam, and you can create massive armies. And so this one guy went ahead and he posted this on YouTube, where he has a bunch of Jedi that he put in this battle simulation going against a what's bunch of T Rex. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh no, it's auto playing an ad. Sorry, it's an ad. I hit I hit close, but oh, it opened a new tab. Oh god, I don't want Verizon. Sorry. Uh, all right, goodbye, ad. No, don't. I hit X, not play. Okay, there you go. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, my goodness. I know, it's tragic. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> Whoa, it's there's the... Ar- okay, there's the armies. You see it? Like, like thousands of Jedi. Like, more Jedi than you ever seen before. Just, oh. like, a, a sea of Jedi and then a sea of T-Rexes, and they go at it. Okay, I want to see it. it it's oh. kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> Let's see the. All right, I'm starting the, fast forwarding the battle. It's 24 minutes long. I know, but you can just like fast forward through it. I'm skipping through it. Holy cow! <laughs> this is so amazing. they have all their lightsabers it's, lit. We have all kinds of colors, and, the and cin- they're just like and the cinematic. Just a sea. Yeah. yeah, just a sea of T-Rex, and you just see all these colorful lightsabers just <laughs> slashing, and there's dead. T-Rex bodies and they're just like climbing over them and going to the other live it's it's creepy holy cow <laughs> it is kind of creepy uh, also not the holy cow yeah as you, as you skip through it yeah you see like all the dead bodies who wins in the end I, I don't think I even went to the end I think it just continues like this for a while yeah it does 
Oh, I think it, the Jedi numbers are definitely dwindling as compared to the T-Rexes. The last few Jedi are there. Oh, no. It's not looking good. Yeah, the T-Rexes definitely demolished the Jedi. Yeah, Sad I mean, day. we'll have a link to this in the show notes on the website and stuff, but or you can just go to YouTube and search 3,000 T-Rex versus 20,000 Jedi. And you'll mm, find it. Yes, I love it. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Bruce, what? You're. Mm, I'm just. I'm just. Uh, I'm gonna put it out there. You're a weirdo. <laughs> You're listening to the Star Wars report. Cleansing the palate here. Never tell me the odds. All right, folks. Let's take this opportunity to go on a bounty hunt. Worth a lot to me. As you wish. That's right. Each week we like to talk about the loud music that I just played. No, that's right. I have not been on top of audio this week. <laughs> it's not been a great. This is a show I really want to edit, but that's not going to happen. No, no, it's not. Everything stays in. We do not have time this week, sadly. So, guys, that's how it goes. Um, no, uh, it's Boba's Bounty, where we talk about something we did or experienced or enjoyed in our personal Star Wars fandom each and every week uh i'll kick us off real quick bruce it's not disney see i told you i would not talk to you about our amazing trip to disneyland this past weekend with a group of friends including one aaron goins where he had a great time and did uh anyway we're not talking about that we're talking (laughs) i'm talking isn't he on the mouse and castle podcast available at mouse and castle podcast.com your go-to disney podcast for the theme parks and upcoming films yes um Available wherever yeah. good podcasts are. Uh, go. I already mentioned the last Jedi plans um, it briefly in the in the Patreon. I guess I didn't really fully admit it on Patreon, but we've been plotting. Uh, so much last Jedi stuff has come up, like even just now talking about it, that we need to revisit it. It's been a year. It's the most controversial time of the year. <laughs> There is Luke Skywalker cracking, and anyway, um, so Last Jedi, we're revisiting it, and this is kind of a Boba's Bounty because this idea popped into my head and I immediately wanted to do it, and I was like, Bruce, we got to come back, we got to do a commentary for The Last Jedi. We, yes, we yeah. did one back in the spring when the DVD came out, but I really want to come circle back, address the controversy. We got, uh, I mentioned it the other week. But plans are in place, and I will be. Do, we will be doing it like the good old days, like really, my honestly, like my favorite era of the Star Wars Report podcasting, which is our last Jedi lead-up shows that we were doing at your house, mm-hmm. in your basement. I'll be returning to the Gibson household basement, and we will be doing a full show, uh, com- live commentary of the Last Jedi. So Ooh. we're gonna try to stri- we're, we're gonna see if we can get it set up to stream it. And uh, we'll do that. Uh, so, so just stay tuned on our social media at Star Wars Report on Twitter and uh, at the Riley Guy wherever you follow people on social media. Um, I'll post. I'll post it up once we have plans. But uh, yeah, we were hatched that plan. That's kind of a thing that I was doing Star Warsy this week. And I just literally, as uh, during the pre-show, ordered a little uh, Funko Pop, a Christmas Funko Pop, which I don't really collect Funko Pops, but this is for my school desk. Um, I, I'll be at the same desk for like the next three or four months and I wanted some Star Wars stuff. So I got for the holidays, I bought a little Darth Vader holding a candy cane and it was a $5 add on on Amazon. And I was like, this is perfect (laughs) 
So that's what I did. Bruce, Yay. what have you been up to? Well, just a meant something yeah and a thought came to my mind when you were saying about the last jedi so i had a lunch with uh someone who used to run marketing at my company and she left the company a few months ago but anyway she likes star wars she's not like a huge fan but she was telling me is this, how someone, she saw I've met Solo. Your, is this someone i've met at your um birthday uh, party maybe she did not make it so okay, bad, okay. I don't think. All right, I was just seeing if it's somebody new. Sorry, continue. I don't think so. But uh, she was invited, but I think she couldn't make it. But anyway, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, anyway, um, she didn't make it. But uh, she saw Solo, and she said, I, I, I couldn't get into it. I didn't like it. I watched mm. it twice. I just I couldn't get into it. She goes, but The Last Jedi? Now, that was awesome. So you never know. You know, people always have different, you know, tastes or whatever. Yeah, uh, true. So I'm just so used to hearing it the other way around lately, but it's interesting that someone says it that way to me. But anyway, my thing on Boba's Bounty is um, so I'm now subscribed to Hulu Live, so okay. I get uh, the live channel. Cord cutter? I like to, huh? You, so you cut the cord? Oh, no, I cut the cord like five years ago. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like to go around. I sample different services just because I'm curious, like Sling and and uh, DirecTV Now and that, those sort of things. But anyway, so I wanted to try uh, Hulu Live just to see what that was like. I'm already a Hulu subscriber, but I added the live part to it. But anyway, that gives me access to Disney XD. Oh. And I started watching Lego Star Wars All-Stars. I've watched the first two episodes. And man, is that good. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I love it. I mean, it was just like, and it 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 pulls in all these different characters from the I've Star not Wars even canon. Heard of this Star you have Wars, to check it out. Star all Wars All Stars. I'm, I'm and, googling uh, it. It does a lot from the Solo movie too. So you see, like the young Han Solo and stuff, and and it borrows even from Freemakers that Lego series or some of that elements into it. Stuff from. The sequel trilogy, the original trilogy. I mean, there's like it, that's why it's called All Stars. There's like all kinds of stuff going on in there. And it's great. I love it. Hmm. I like it better than Resistance. This here's a preview. Okay, yeah, here's a preview. Lego All Star Wars All Stars. Here we go. Let's take a listen. Resistance on the run. So, so we got the Resistance people from the Last Jedi running through. I'm oddly fascinated by this. I'm sucked in. Because you've got two characters in the First Order helmets and then this random droid who I think is from Freemakers? Yeah, I can't see what you're watching, but yeah, I think that's Roger from Freemakers, because yeah, he's in the first episode. Holy cow. Well, that's weird. <laughs> I don't... You're saying... you like, So this is pretty solid? Good? Like, there were... I've always enjoyed Lego Star Wars. It's always been pretty funny, but... I have, too. I, I didn't but even know this just, is a thing that I don't know. aired. It, it's, just, it's fun because, you know, I guess one thing is that you don't have to worry about canon, but it kind of, you know, fits in in some areas and stuff and you're exploring different characters and, and things in the galaxy instead of just staying with one you're going to different, yeah you know like like Hera was in an episode briefly and you know then you see Rose later and like there's all these different characters that pop up hmm yeah I I, I that I'm intrigued I mean it looks more entertaining than Star Wars Resistance so 
There's that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, it's not that I don't like Resistance. I mean, it, I'm not that thrilled with it, and I'm, I'm not caught up. I've seen like the first four or five. I think the first five episodes I've watched. But the Lego Star Wars is just fun, you know, and I'm really getting into it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Hey, uh, we have one more thing that we're, we're going to talk about real quick. Ooh, uh, spoilers? Yeah, we are going to talk some spoilers, which means uh, we need a spoiler alert sound, but I don't have a spoiler alert sound, so we'll just do this. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Does that kind of work? <laughs> sure. Wait for I it. I love it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, I think we're good. Everybody good? <laughs> Yeah. It's not even real spoilers though, so it, it's it's very soft rumors that might might come true. This is a new report from Making Star Wars in conjunction with a few details from a recent uh, Reddit post that de- that detailed what this user said they witnessed at a Disney marketing summit. Now, Bruce, you've been at a things that could have been described as a marketing summit before, right? Too many. <laughs> yes. Too many. So you tell me whether this sounds like the kind of thing that would be said at a Star Wars marketing <laughs> summit, okay? Okay. So yeah. here we go. Uh, do, 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 do. <clears throat> the new film will see BB-8 earn his own new sidekick. The droid is described as a, quote, sort of sidekick of BB-8. It is a little, it's little and has a sort of cone-shaped head, kind of like a me- megaphone shape if you can picture it the post also claimed that the droid's name was dio which could also be uh, his name if it was just d-o uh let's see here's a quote from making star wars when the guys at pinewood spoke about the little droid they said it was sort of ugly duckling like idea that the droid treated bb-8 as a parent and was very attached to him it sounded like he interfaced with bb-8 and some thought the mechanism was created for like lightsaber storage and it was never used in the film, and it was redesigned to actually have Dio, uh, according to this content hidden by another source. So, um, yeah, uh, new droid. Is, uh, you interested? You wanna you wanna see a BB-8 sidekick, Bruce? Mm, I don't feel it's necessary, but I'm open to another droid. It's better. I mean, think about if this is the last episode of this saga of nine films why in the last movie do we have to bring a new droid when we're barely getting enough r2d2 and c3po in these sequel trilogies anyway I li- i'd rather see more of them being utilized than adding another droid yeah i could see that and i think that would be more jj's thing to have this be a, fi- a final sort of tribute and last hurrah for all of our favorite characters as best as he can I mean, if the only person that JJ is really capable of doing that with is Mark Hamill and whatever capacity he's in this film, I just can't think of how how you can bounce off of what happened in the Last Jedi and have Luke Skywalker back in any role other than just sort of the Ben Kenobi Force Coast role. Like, how how do you how how do you have Luke Skywalker redeemed for those who didn't like what happened? in the last Jedi base and still not like just ignore what happened in the last Jedi. Is it possible? Yes, I think it is. And you know, George Lucas had the idea of people coming back from being ghosts and coming back into wait, our universe. When was the, wait, wait, he did. When was this? 
Yeah, this was something I think he was considering even when he was doing Return of the Jedi. There's uh, plenty behind the scenes looks of him. Where like Obi Wan helps. Obi-Wan yeah, Wan he- yeah. He's, he's they give themselves to the Force, but then they can come back, not as yeah. a ghost, but then they're a physical being again. And yeah. I don't know if they'll utilize that or not. Um, I mean, it depends what the story plays out to be, but it would seem kind of cheap that Luke dies in the movie and then the next movie he comes back and no oh, i'm alive again <laughs> you know yeah I, that's what and that's what i'm i don't know how you deal with that exactly but i think as a force ghost he may be able to do things you know i've always been a little disappointed with that line in a new hope where obi-wan says he'll become if you strike me down i'll become more powerful, powerful than, than you can, can possibly, possibly imagine imagine yeah yeah so it's almost like I'd like to see that where Luke is actually more powerful because he did give finally the the, tr- the chance to make that line come true on screen and right. see a Jedi more powerful than we can possibly imagine on the other side. That's the angle to take. Mm-hmm. That's where you have f- sort of force unleashed powers meet force ghost. And we guess I kind of we got a little uh, inkling of that with Yoda and force and uh, lightning the force tree. Yes. And notice how people say that he wasn't as transparent as before. He looked more physical. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, or the force ghost becoming part of yeah. more of our physical space than they used to be. I yeah. don't know. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, I'd be all about that. That's what I A force unleashed level Skywalker from beyond. That'd be pretty sweet. Well, you know what that music means, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to wrap up this episode of the Star Wars Report podcast. So glad that you've joined us. Thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you and shout out to everyone who's supporting the show over at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. Catch this week's Rogue Transmissions at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. If you have any questions about Patreon or if you're a current patron and you uh, want to get set up to get our RSS feed where you can get all this content right in your own podcatcher, I know sometimes that can be a little on the complex side. So if you're thinking about Patreon or you're a member of Patreon, as always, our email inbox is wide open to help you out with all that stuff. Report at gmail.com. And that's where you can also send your thoughts on Last Jedi. And uh, as we kind of gear up to kind of circle back and look at it again on its one-year anniversary. Uh, so do that starwarsreport at gmail.com and hey if uh, Patreon's not your thing but do you want to just help us out in another way you can go to starwarsreport.com slash iTunes and just leave us a rating or review or it's even easier if you're listening to us in the iTunes podcast app you can just go right there where you're listening right now just take a pause go in leave us a star rating and review and we really really do appreciate it it helps get the word out about the show and uh, that's a great way to to do that hey also also don't forget social media at star wars report on twitter and facebook.com slash star wars report for our facebook and of course hey if you want to see like pictures of my awesome trip to disneyland and all kinds of other fun things you can follow me on social media it's at the riley guy r-i-l-e-y the riley guy on instagram and twitter and snapchat very easy bruce is at admiral underscore rex on the twitter and just at admiral rex on the instagram uh bruce another episode in the can my friend good times good Good times. times yeah i can't wait to do a show at your place we're, we're we're making awesome uh, beverages of choice too. It's happening. Oh, I, I can't wait to have some orange juice. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Mazel Tov, Lahayim. <laughs> um, 
Oh, that was the other thing at Disneyland. All right, I'm doing it. I'm telling you one story from Disneyland. All right. We had right. this incredible band where we were just like enjoying some of the food uh, at uh, just an outdoor pavilion, and randomly a bunch of mu- musicians start playing a bunch of live music, uh, a traditional like Jewish uh melodies and had its incredible lead singer it just sounded amazing it was they were called mostly mostly kosher i found them on their instagram and followed them immediately and it's just like spontaneously we were just kind of crashing eating a bite and we were just being entertained by this awesome band uh so uh yeah that was that was a great experience so sorry i had to do one disney story but That's i'll stop okay. i'm stopping all right thanks so much for listening guys uh may the force be with you and remember Many Bothans died to bring you this podcast. And thank you for writing Star Tours. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, my. You're listening to the Star Wars Report. The circle is now complete. Thank you for listening to the Star Wars Report tonight. That was fun. Good episode, my friend. Good times, good times. I gotta stop the recorder. And uh, we're Dunzo, Dunzo, Washington.